0: I'm George Faust I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. Tonight, volleyball enters the Sunbelt postseason. There will be new renovations coming to Cajun Field. Speaking of Cajun Field, the football team that plays there is one game away from bowl eligibility to do so they need to beat sunbelt west champions troy at troy saturday first quarter no score chandler fields finds rob williams cajun strike first then third quarter troy leads 17 10 fields hits neil johnson for six a four yard score we're tied at 17s After a Troy touchdown, hickory dickory, Cajuns with some trickery, it ends up with a Johnson catch and run near the goal line. Then, a couple plays later, TD pass number three, Terrence Carter, the beneficiary on offense, Troy on offense, that is. Gunner Watson guns it to Jabari Barber for the go-ahead score. Trojans win 31-24.
1: We are learning some tough lessons right now, and we're coming up a little bit short. But this team's got character and resilience. And when you have that and you keep plugging and you stay together, you're going to come out to something really special. And and we're working towards it. And we're going to find a way to go. We're going to go win this. We're going to find a way to win one more game. We're going to find a way to win a bowl game. And this team has got something to it. And we got a lot of good ones that are going to be here for a while. And um, I know what the heart of this team is because you can see it every day. And, you know, I don't know why sometimes you, you got the breaks that don't go your way, but I know it and I know for a fact that when you come out of these things and you just keep your head down and you just keep working and keep punching, you're going to come out and you're going to be in good shape. You know, we got some things to fix, watch film, fix some things, and guys have it in their mind that, you know, is either, you know, win or go home. The story this year, it's been like a few plays here and there, and it's just we always say it's not going our way, but we have to make it go our way. I think it's time to. The clock's running out, so, I mean, we need to make plays next week and make sure the ball goes our way instead of just hoping it goes our way.
0: On to volleyball, Louisiana was the fourth seed in the West in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Foley, Alabama. Their first opponent, ODU, first set, Cajuns up three. Lauren Hill connects off the block for that one. Then the next point, Shire Richardson, would deliver the ace Louisiana would win set one. Second set. Cammy Hicks would deliver the kill and the second set would go to the Cajuns. Louisiana hoping and looking for a sweep Celeste Darling gives it to them. She had a team leading 18 kills Cajuns advance to the quarters with a three set sweep. Cajuns face a top seed in the quarters that being Coastal Carolina first set Maya Wilson Gets in on a little bit of a block party getting the Cajun point. Second set, Shire Richardson delivers the kill. Coastal would win the first two sets. They would look to close things out in three, similar to what happened, and they do. Lee would hit the finishing blow. After sweeping the night before, the Cajuns get swept by the Chanticleers. Hoops now. Agent Cajun basketball going for consecutive win number 17 at home this week, a streak alive. Would it stay that way? To the Cajun Dome, Louisiana Christian UL, coach Bob Marlin and his Cajun's looking for that win of the Cajun Dome. Themis Folks to the rack, nine points. And then later on in the con- in the contest, Themis would go to Kentrell Garnett. And Garnett open for three. He had 20 points to lead all scorers. Then later, Garnett showing his vision and passing ability. He has the assist to Michael Thomas in the corner. You all had four players in double figures. They run away with this one, 107-56. It's season with a win. Louisiana dropped its last two at Auburn and then versus Kent State. How will they do now? They took on Nichols. Saturday afternoon inside the Cajun Dome. First time they played since 2012-2013. This is at the end of the first half. Brandi Williams beating the clock, cutting the Colonel lead to two. Then final seconds of the fourth quarter, Cajuns within three Williams. She gets the three, she's fouled. She had 17 in the game. Cajuns up by one. This game would end up going into overtime. In the extra session, Destiny Rice finds Tamara Johnson for the bucket. Both had 17 themselves. Cajuns win 69-63. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, Cajun Field will soon get some changes. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Welcome back to inside Cajun Nation. A huge renovation project will start on December the 11th as Cajun Field gets a major facelift. Louisiana Athletics announced its $65 million project to renovate the West side of the football stadium. The most significant improvement to the facility since its inception in 1971. The renovations are expected to be completed before the 2025 season. The Our Lady of Lords Stadium West Upper Deck and Lower Bowl will be completely revitalized with a total capacity of more than 30,000. The new structure will span from the 15-yard line to the 15-yard line and boast a new concourse with modernized concession areas, numerous stations for food and beverage vendors, grab-and-go stations, and a new Lower West Bowl that will include five sections of chairback seats along with bench-back seats to ensure a first-class experience
1: for all fans attending our games. You can just kind of feel the excitement with everyone involved in it to know that this is home and that we get to be a part of something really special. Um, and we understand the commitment that's going into making this thing happen. So for us, it's just it's, there's a lot of things that make it special.
0: The new West Side will feature 34 suites, 40 lodge boxes, 524 club seats, an indoor club, five new chairback sections in the Lower West Bowl, and enhanced amenities. High School Baseball, the Raging Cajuns picked up an outfielder from Opelousa Catholic. Mark Collins inked his intention to play for the Cajuns next season. Collins said UL was where he always wanted to play.
1: It was my first option, but that's where I wanted to go. It's it's so close to home and uh, I mean, it's it's a great program. Uh, A rich history of winning, so I expect to win a lot. Um, You know, whether that means that I'm playing or not, any way that I can contribute, I will. uh, but, I mean, I, I expect to to make it to Omaha.
0: Coming up, we dive back into women's college basketball with Cajun women's head coach Gary Broadhead.
2: Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. We are honored and pleased to have the head women's basketball coach for the Raging Cajuns, uh, Gary Broadhead, with us. And, Coach, uh, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you uh, spending a little bit of it with us. So I know you're getting ready for the season. The excitement level's high. I think there's a lot of uh, buzz around the, uh, around the team and around the program. What's, uh, what's, what's it been like this offseason trying to get ready for this year?
3: I tell you what it's been a lot of fun you know when you have a team that works so hard and uh, they want to get better every day you know uh, it started in the summer you know a lot of th- times people don't think we do a lot during the summer but what we did uh, and we do you know we spend a lot of time with them during the summer they take classes and then it's all about practicing and then preparing and getting better individually we had an opportunity to go to costa rica this summer and i thought that kind of brought us together and didn't kind of bring it brought us together and mm-hmm. I saw a, a different team coming out of the summer, you know, uh, actually ready to go. We took a couple of weeks off, and they—they they really didn't take two weeks off. They were in the gym trying to continue to get better. And we started, you know, we started practice uh, our 20-hour week. Uh, you just saw kids that are that are driven, you know, and I think uh, that's the culture we have now, and we continue to. Try to, you know, there's some things that we need to work on, but they're working on it and, you know, you'll see a a non-conference schedule that's going to test us to see if we can get prepared. But yeah, I mean, I I love our kids. They do a great job of uh, representing the university and not only on the academic side, but on on uh, on the basketball side, too.
2: Yeah, and you guys just had kind of like, I, I likened it to March Madness, but that Swamp Slam, and Destiny knocked out the threes, man. She took care of business. That was, that was a fun event, right?
3: Yeah, you know, I think the thing for us, too, yeah, it's fun, uh, it's Swamp, you know, the Swamp Slam, but I call it Swamp Madness. <laughs> because it, it was, I mean, I, you got to give, uh, you know, our marketing department and... And you know, everybody that got involved in that, to put that together. And not really knowing how it was the first time we have do it. And the students, that turned out. And, I mean, the excitement that was there. And our players just bring even more excitement. They love that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, to see Destiny work out every morning trying to do and improve on her shooting and to, to see her shoot it as well, <laughs> I mean, it excites me as a coach. Yeah. I told our offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Deacon Jones, our associate head coach, after said now nah, it's on you we should be able to score 100 points a game you know? <laughs> so uh no, no pressure, pressure. no, no pressure, pressure on coach deacon
2: <laughs> yeah um let's talk about uh, you brought up the the, the schedule that's going to test you guys With uh, obviously uh you have the, the the team down the road there the number one team in the country preseason on the schedule um but, but what else is challenging? Obviously, that's a challenge. But what else is challenging about, well, uh, about you know, your schedule? You know, I think
3: for us, you know, we go to Auburn, and that's an SEC team that um, is very difficult to play on the road because of the pressure they put on you and stuff. So, it will test us to see if we can take care of the ball right at the beginning of the season. And, and usually that's our problem at the beginning of the season is making sure that we, we limit turnover. So, we'll get tested there. We play Kent State for that MAC challenge the conference put together. Uh, we'll play them on the 12th. Um, of November so you know you're getting some of it uh, tested. Uh, we got North Texas, Lamar, we got some teams that are really really playing well the last couple of years uh, coming in so you know that, that that ought to be fun and then on December tw- uh, 10th we got LSU you know and mm-hmm. I mean Kim's done an amazing job and you know she's building uh, women's basketball in Louisiana showing that it can be done so we get to go over there and, and, and play them and you know a lot of that is you know how 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 do we stack up, you know? Can we even, you know, stick with them in a half or, you know, just they're very talented. So, you know, and I, I think it, it, it brings it a level of play for us because we play that much harder and stuff when we play better people.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The competition kind of- Kind of raised- the, Yeah, you, you have to kind of rise to the to the level of your yeah. competition, so to speak. That's like, that's like my golf game, coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if you're playing somebody who's a little bit you know not as good as you you yeah. drop down but no, I, I get <laughs> my I'm golf good. game is not that good it doesn't <laughs> matter anyway but um <laughs> so so absolutely we'll talk a little bit about some of the g- uh, gals on, on your team with regards to uh i think the big thing and i think for a lot of fans and, and spectators and 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 the like uh one of the big things that we're looking forward to is the return of brandy uh you're excited about it i think in, in chatting with you a little bit but uh what is it about her that's going to be um you know that fans are going to get should get excited about
3: well you know the fans are excited but i tell you my coaching staff and myself and actually even the players are so excited to have her back you know, just her ability to score and the way she does it, you know, she doesn't uh, she doesn't need the ball in her hands. She doesn't need a lot of the things that some of these players need to belt a score. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she fits into what our system's about. So it's almost a perfect storm for us. It's like she'll come in and she'll we'll kind of beg her to shoot it a little bit more. And that's a good thing, you know for her because, you know, she, it has to feel right for her, you know. I mean, when she, the last time she played, the last she, she played, she was shooting 64% from the three, which mm-hmm. is unheard of. Right. And, I mean, she's making, you know, five or six threes a game. And so we're actually looking for her to, to, to shoot it a little bit more. And uh, she's really healthy. And the thing that I think she's proud about, her defense is really good right mm-hmm. now, you know. Uh, Coach Sanders is in charge of our defense. And they were, I heard them talking yesterday. About man, I'm I'm feeling a lot more confident in my defense and all that. So she brings a complete package, but you know, she's a great leader. She led us the last two years, even though she didn't play. Right. You know, in the locker room, we let her do some post-game, pre stuff, and and uh, and she kind of kind of bought into that. And now she's going to be on the court, and she can lead in both both ways in the locker room and on the
2: court. We talked a little bit about the uh, the schedule. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about. Uh, the conference schedule uh, and kind of what, how you kind of see the conference shaping out with regards to not only your team, but uh, who, who, who do you guys have to challenge and, and take care of in the league? We'll do that when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. More with Coach Gary Broadhead after the break. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Gary Broadhead joining us here. He's the head coach of the Louisiana Women's Raging Cajun Basketball Program. And coach, uh, before the break, we're talking about uh, kind of the schedule and, and how it shapes out. The Sun Belt Conference is also uh, kind of elevating their play with regards to women's basketball. Who, who, who do you who do you see as uh, you know kind of the guys you got to go get, and the the team? I mean, where do you guys kind of fit uh, in, in your mind? Well,
3: I'll tell you what, all four teams they brought in, James Madison,
2: Southern Miss,
3: Marshall, and Old Dominion, I mean, they're they're, they're women's basketball school. They really, really are good, you know. And I think for us, it's trying to find, you know, when you play Detroit, Troy, you know what you're going to get. Right. I mean, I mean, they're good every year, and they, they play a certain system. Right. And they, it doesn't change. And so it, it's, they're difficult to play against, but because we're, we can prepare for it, it's, e- it's easier with James Madison and Old Dominion, even Southern Miss that we've played before, it's, it's, it's more difficult to try to figure out their system. And like, even this year, it's all newcomers. Mm. Like almost everybody has a lot of newcomers, you know. Huh. There's not a lot of returners. Uh, Is that due to the in- transfer portal? i I think so i think it's changing i think so you know people are leaving and and and, uh, yeah just new faces new faces and i think on the women's side you know you people aren't extending their career as much you know unless Mm -hmm. you're affected by the nil but like at our level we're not as affected by the nil so you know some some kids are graduating and and moving on on the women's side Mm -hmm. i'm seeing that a little bit more so uh the transfer portal starting to you know, you want experienced kids, so you're bringing them in, and that's what we're going to deal with this year. So it's kind of difficult to say, but I mean, uh, James Madison won the league last year, and I think they lost their best player to Louisville. So you know, it's kind of it's going to kind of change. They got a lot of newcomers. How do they take these newcomers and put it together? You know, and is everybody uh,
2: hoping that James Madison maybe like just goes to like the 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 mac or something like that i don't like, know I mean, man i, I think in every, every, in football they he,
3: seem to everything be. <laughs> every, everything they're playing you know, and i didn't realize it was a private school you no know? i didn't so, know that, yeah yeah and then man their facilities are really really nice, nice you know man. so uh yeah I mean, <laughs> you know i knew when they came in you know years ago i knew some of the coaches that coached there and they, uh, they, were, always really they were always really good
2: you you, uh, you brought up the nil thing and, and i know uh that's the Cajuns have this new initiative, crew Alongs, Uh and, and, and how does that affect you guys? I mean, uh, they did a basketball gala uh, for, for the men's team, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was. And so, I mean, how did, is that something that uh, you guys – are, are looking into as well and, and getting with uh, Coach Aiken about that yeah, as well? Yeah, you know,
3: uh, Coach Aiken was at McNeese, so right. I think he kind of stole that from when, we, when I was at McNeese. <laughs> okay. Because we, right. did, we did a thing called Lyrics and Layups okay. and did really, really well. Now, this was for the program. It wasn't actually for the athletes. For the athletes. Right, we sure. did this thing where we, we brought in this songwriter and did this auction and all that, and, man, yeah. we did really well. And so when, when I heard about it over here, I'm like, oh, we've already done that. And when I got here to UL, uh in 2012 i wanted to do the same thing and maybe call it something different and you know the athletic department was already doing so many fundraisers and they were doing really well and the economy was good and all that so they were like no nah, you don't really need to do it uh because i mean i had already talked to wayne too i had this i had did all yeah, my work right, and it was all prepared and we just didn't never do it and when i saw they were doing it i'm like you yeah. know it's something this, that we've done already and it's yeah. a great idea and that's kind of what we're kind of bouncing i mean, on. we're it, gonna have to do some things ourselves You know it's just part of our jobs and all that at at our level so yeah we're looking at some things that we need to try to help our student athletes to be able to get some nils you know it's uh you know our 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 area right now is not really you know we you know we're trying to conducive to that yeah Yeah, Yes. educate everybody once you learn a little bit about it it's a lot easier right you know, and then even our athletes, they need to learn about what they can offer, you know, yeah, yeah. to these uh to these businesses and stuff. Cuz it's a business world, you know. It's like yeah. people want, you know, you're going to get something from them, they want something. And that's yeah. what we're working on. So, you know, I have my staff that it's funny how nowadays you just don't coach basketball, it's a lot more <laughs> there's everything involved. involved It's with awesome, it. yeah, you know. And yeah. and I we, I tell you what, I, you know, if a business needs or wants a, a, a great representative, man, I got them, man. Yeah. My kids are awesome, man. Yeah. They just there's really, really good people, and I think that's where it starts.
2: You were talking talking about good people. I mean, one of the girls I, I always hear you talk about uh, is Destiny and, and, and what she's able to do for the team. And, and I, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about her and what she brings to the team. Uh, because it seems like from just from her journey, she's she's kind of a, a person you're gonna lean on this year. Yeah, no doubt. I
3: mean, George, you know sports, man. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. And so when somebody knows sports and they see something special, in somebody, it's not so much that they make so many shots or they're fast or it's, it's not about our athleticism, but it's to me about that true point guard mm-hmm. that you always, whether you're playing biddy basketball or you're playing high school basketball, that that kid that you're looking to be, we call the quarterback of the or the coach on the floor. Sure, sure. And that's kind of yeah. when she came in, I kind of noticed that, you know, she transferred from Alabama. We had recruited her out of high school. And if for some reason, the two kids that I've coached from North Caddo, have been really special in that way. Like they were really, really true point guards and you got to give the coaching staff there. They developed them in a certain way that, and they're both the same. Uh, and that's what Destiny brings. She brings that quarterback mentality. You know, I, 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 can't, I hate to quit, keep mentioning Jake DeLone, but <laughs> she reminds me of what Jake would do when he went to Carolina. He, he brought him all the way to the Super Bowl, managing, controlling, the offense, and that's what she does. Like against Troy, Troy wants you to play fast, and man, like, you feel like you can, but you can't sustain it, you know, because you're gonna start making mistakes, and that's what they want you to do, keep on playing. Well, Destiny doesn't let that happen. You know, we talk about it, but then it's gotta transfer to the floor. That's what she can do, you know. She, she knows, I mean, she, she'll take advantage of the easy buckets, at the same time, you know, she's gonna frustrate them by slowing the game down. So she got a real good pace of the game, We've, we love having the ball in her hands because she's going to distribute to Brandy and all that. And I think last year, toward the end, we were kind of limited on some of the injuries we had. Mm-hmm. So she had to do a little bit more. Now I think she's going to have some help around her you know, those receivers that you really Correct. need as a quarterback yeah. and all that, and running back and all
2: that. Yeah, the other, the other person I really like to watch uh, on the court, and I've been watching her for a long time, is Tamara Johnson. And just I covered her in high school, and I get to see her all through college as well. Um, having an experienced player like that does what for your team?
3: Not, not only that, you know, she only started playing in the ninth grade, too. not My thing is, like, yeah. every year – She's getting better and better and better, and I always say, I mean, I'll take ten of Tamara. Tamara is like a sponge; she wants to learn. You know, from it doesn't make a difference what coach is coaching her. I mean, she bounces around from coach to coach, and she's always looking to get better. She's in the gym; she does what. She's a great leader. I mean, and I think the thing for her is like she's never really been that go-to person. You know, she kind of fits into the system and all that. And last year when we kind of went down with some kids, she was kind of our go-to. And so that's what we're trying to get her to get used to, you know, touching the ball a little bit more, being a little bit more aggressive on looking to score. She can defend. She can rebound. I mean, she's six-foot guard that can, can do a lot, you know. And I think a lot of what comes from her is she's so welcoming to the team. She's a great – you know, it's hard to find that leader that doesn't really just hammer on you, you know. She's that ter- type of person that understands it. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, if there's some more out there, we're looking for them. a special kid, man. She, yeah. you know, she's doing some N I L stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, And I was very impressed how she handled it. And then right after she does it, she does a community service deal. Yeah, with
2: well, like camp when, or yeah, something. She, yeah, we were out and there. And she for gave that, yeah.
3: bags away, for, you know, school, school, school supplies yeah. and all that. I'm like Tamara, that's really, really smart. Very, to Give back to the community. Right, very you know, forward thinking. Yeah, so it's like man. So she, she. I tell you what, it's, a, it's impressive to have young kids. I mean, she she's got her own clothing line, you know, <laughs> T5 and all that. So it's you know they just bring a, a, a the complete package. You know, it's fun yeah. to see that. Man, we got her right here from Lafayette.
2: Yep, nobody oh, yeah. in that man. Yeah, good stuff. Um, well, Coach, thanks so much for coming in. I, I was I, I was trying to think. I, they they gave me the rap a little bit ago. I just. I keep talking, Yeah, you know, That's what I do. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> we enjoy it. We can. We can. We're we we having it. a good time, right? That's right. Uh, look, best of luck to this season, Coach. Look forward to covering your team, and uh, and hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be dancing in in March. That's the plan. I appreciate it. Thanks, George. <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Coach Gary Broadhead, thank you, and uh, thank you as well for watching Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time.